Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 173 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on January the 15th, 2019. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Pete. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. This New Year's. Yeah, that's right. First Two Men in the Mouse of the Year. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kev? What's going on, my friend? How was your holiday season over there in the Magic? It was, it was okay. We did all right. Good. What about you? Um, mine was good. I was in uh, Cranford, New Jersey for the majority of December. Uh, which is why, you know, we've been away for so long. Um, you know, didn't have all my recording equipment there. Did stop into Rogue Comics. I had a lovely visit with you um, and your friend who you, yeah. you guys were talking about Marvel Contest of Champions. Like, you know. <laughs> huh. I'm trying to remember who that was. But What, what are your yeah, friends you friend you talking about? You, you guys were like big into Marvel Contest of Champions talking about it. Well, we played this game for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember when we were uh, recording in the, in the shop, you were talking about this game. So, Yeah, yeah, when we first started, you're right. Uh, so, folks, welcome back to Two Men and the Mouse for the year 2019. Um, we're pleased to have you guys back. We're going to get into some news, and then we're going to be talking a bit about Pete's Disneyland trip, which just happened. So, as uh, if you'll be back post-Disneyland. Uh, you know, I, I genuinely like Disneyland a lot. I know you do. I know you do. I do. Have you betrayed Walt Disney World fully now? No, no. As as a matter of fact, having done Disneyland three times in like, I don't know, four years, like I'm I'm ready to like not go back for a while. Good. All right. I mean, not good. I really I I miss Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're glad to have you back because, yeah, you know, this is where you belong. Um, All right. We're going to jump into the news brought to you, as always, by our good friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, We have news, uh, worldwide news, Pete. Free dining has been announced for uh, summer of 2019. Okay. Note that I said summer of 2019 and not fall of 2019. That is weird. Is that the new time they're trying to get people to go? July 5th to September 30th is free dining this year. Huh. I I shudder to wonder why, because the summer's already so packed. Why do you need free? I mean, there's got to be some kind of reason, but... I, yeah, I'm assuming they're trying to fill holes at certain resorts. What else could it be? Probably. Uh, so the free dining plan is available when you purchase a non-discounted five-night, six-day stay, uh, vacation package. That includes a room at a select Disney Resort hotel and a ticket with a Park Hopper option or Park Hopper Plus option. Guests staying at select value and moderate resorts receive the Disney Quick Service Plan, which includes two quick service meals and two select snacks per night 
honored at more than 100 dining locations. Uh, guests staying at select deluxe and deluxe villa resorts receive the Disney dining plan, which includes one quick service meal, one table service meal, and two select snacks per night. Uh, meals are available at over 200 select Walt Disney World dining locations. Uh, book through February 10th, 2019 for arrivals most nights, July 5th through September 30th, 2019. But now again, they're doing this thing where if you're staying at a moderate or a value resort, you're only getting the quick service plan for free. Right. Right. Whereas uh, the full free dining plan is reserved solely for deluxe and deluxe villa resorts. Can you upgrade it, though? Like, pay the difference? Um, I'm sure you can. Yeah, I think you can. In the too. past, you've been able to. Because I remember I considered doing the deluxe uh, dining plan once, and you talked me out of it. Oh, yeah. The deluxe is too much. Well, you know what's funny? The uh, My friends who were just visiting had the deluxe dining plan, and they were just struggling to to use those meals. Like, they ended up taking me out to dinner a couple times with them because they were just like... We have no way to use all these meals before we leave. They did a lot of two credit meals, though, which I was glad to see. Yeah, I, I you might as well do all of them at that point, you know? Right. Right. Except don't use it at Hoop-de-Doo because then they seat you up in the balcony. Yeah, that's no good. Disney Springs news. Uh, some exciting news right here. I know you're on the edge of your seat. The new uh, parking garage at Disney Springs has officially been given a name. Okay. What is it? It's going to be the Grapefruit Garage. All of the, the Dis- well, all of the parking lots and garages in Disney Springs have fruit names. Okay, so you've cool. already got the Orange Garage, the Lime Garage. Now we have the Grapefruit Garage. We also have the Strawberry Why Lot, the Watermelon the, Lot, the Dragon Fruit Garage. I don't think we're ready to get that um, that out there with fruit naming yet. But I that like- garage is going to be pretty far away. Yeah, I like where your mind's going. That that garage is going to be on five thirty five. Like it's going to be over by the Target. Uh, <laughs> The grapefruit, but you know what? I was like, oh, why do they need another parking garage? Lately, parking at Disney Springs has been kind of a chore. Wow, really? Well, you know what? The orange garage, the fourth floor has been closed for some reason, so the orange garage is pretty nuts. And okay. you know, on a weekend or a Friday, uh, that the orange and lime garages are both pretty pretty crazy. Uh, okay. In further Disney Springs news, there is a pop-up store location in the former uh, Overflow store from when they were doing the construction on World of Disney, and it is where you can go to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, yeah. I saw something about that. Specialty demo. Now, I will let you know, I have done it. I've played Kingdom Hearts 3 at this place now twice. So here's how it works. You go, you give your name. If there's a line, they give you a comeback time. They text you when it's your time to go. However, if you go during the week at this, like when I first went, it was like a four hour wait to right. to get in. But like the last couple of weeks, it's just been like, yeah, come on in. Like, um, so when you get there, you can play it on either Xbox One or PlayStation Four. You're, okay. you're given a card and then you walk in, you go to your console, you put your headphones on. You can't take video of what you're seeing, but you can take like selfies and stuff of you playing the game. Okay. You can play through two different worlds. You can play Olympus Coliseum, which includes the Rock Titan boss fight, and you can you, you can play Toy Box, which is the Toy Story world. I'm assuming you've done both at this point. I have done both. I've not been able to finish the Toy Story world though because there's so many cutscenes. That's the thing. You only have 15 minutes for your demo. So, first time I went, I played Olympus Coliseum because they warned me. They're like, "Hey, there's a six minute cutscene." In, right. in Toy Story. You could skip it, but I don't want to skip it. So I went 
to Olympus Coliseum, played through that, started Toy Story, didn't finish it. The last time I went, I played just Toy Story and still didn't finish the whole thing because of all the cutscenes. So Okay. The game is smooth, flawless, wonderful. This pop-up store also, there's huge Kingdom Hearts posters everywhere, posters showcasing all the different worlds that you get to go to in this game. One of my all-time favorite um, things in this game that I got to try out in the demo was you get to summon attractions to help you. Really? Like what? So we, when I was fighting the Rock Titan, I got to summon Big Thunder Mountain to to oh, ride that's cool. the train around the Rock Titan and like hack away at him. When I was in to- oh. when I was in Toy Story, <laughs> I summoned the Mad Tea Party, and you spin the teacup. Yeah, awesome. Sora, Donald, and Goofy get in the teacups and they go spinning around. And uh, there's a there's a Space Ranger spin type summon. There's like one of those rocking pirate ships, even you know. So yeah, I mean it was a, it was a great. I like that they're including the parks now more in the game, and I think it's going to be a tremendous game. Comes out on January 29th. You can also pre-order the game at the Disney Springs pop-up location. Uh, I asked about that because I was all about ready to like cancel my GameStop uh, pre-order and pre-order it there if they were going to do like a midnight release. But it's just to have it shipped to your house. It's not to actually like buy uh, it in the store. Yeah, not cool. They also have a number of Kingdom Hearts three merchandise um, on display in the pop-up store, including a number of Keyblades that are in the, um, like, in display cases. Huh, cool. Some of the Keyblades that are specifically for this game, like the Toy Story Keyblade, which is pretty neat. I'm I so... like the Theory Studio ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. The cool thing about this one is, like, when you go to Toy Story, it used to be that, like, you go to, like, Tarzan, and you get the Tarzan Keyblade once you leave Tarzan. Uh, now you right. get, you get the keyblade for that world when you go to that world. So you're using the Toy well, Story keyblade. Yeah, yeah. Like I always hated that. Like I was just in Agrabah. Like why do I, why am I using the Agrabah keyblade now? Like right. Um. Also, and uh, renovations are underway at the AMC Dine-In Movie Theater at Disney Springs. Okay. They're adding recliners, uh, reclining seats to all of the dine-in theaters. They're also adding more dine-in screens. So, and the bar areas in both the dining theater and the regular theater will be refurbished. I was actually just at the theater last night. What'd you say? I was a double feature of the Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman, the animated films. Okay. Can I just say uh, this is com- this is wildly off topic, but can DC just get the people that make the animated films to make the regular films? Because this animated film was off the charts good. Yeah, I think they're vastly different processes you know did you see aquaman yet i did Uh, was i right not bad but 20 minutes too long yeah i don't hate it um but yeah i mean it's not good why is black manta even in this movie like he's you know what really bothered me and i don't want to go off on tangent but i like black manta a lot me too and i love i love the idea that aquaman kills his dad i mean you know that's kind of how it is i don't understand that setup where Aquaman is like, eh, like it, there were so many more powerful ways you could have done that. But instead, you kind of make Aquaman just look like a big jerk. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's um, what do they call on honest trailers? They called him bro Sidon, God of the Brotion. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he the, I will give that movie something, though. They, you know, Ocean Master's costume was on point. They did the orange and green costume and it didn't look ridiculous. They had him riding a seahorse. It didn't look ridiculous. Um, and Black Manta's costume was awesome. And I think it's ironic that everyone is completely spot on except Aquaman, who we've changed radically. I don't have a problem with it, yeah. but I do think it's fun. We're making him Cal Drogo. <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> the, you know, I saw a great meme the other day where it was Aquaman and Mira. And it was, then it was a picture of Daenerys underneath it looking all, like, angry. And she it says, I thought you were afraid of the ocean. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I thought that was that was one of the best memes I've seen in a while. Okay, so moving on. No resort news or water park news other than the fact that Blizzard Beach has been closing early uh, or closing quite a bit due to low temperatures lately. It's been in the 50s and 60s here. Magic Kingdom news. Okay, brace yourself for this little bit of news because I feel like you're going to be surprised by it. Okay. Tickets are now on sale for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. What? Yeah. Is that not ridiculous? Like, it's January. Have they ever done that before? Uh, No, this is the earliest they've ever done it. And it's also the earliest they've ever started Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Okay. Starting August 16th. August 16th. Yeah. All right. So two and a half months of... Two and a half months of Halloween. Wow. All right. Uh, The dates for this year, August 16th, 20th, 23rd, 27th, and 30th. September 2nd, uh, 6th, 8th, 10th, 13th, 15th, 17th, 20th, 22nd, 24th, 27th, and 29th. October 1st, 3rd, 4th, 6th, 8th, 10th, 11th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 18th, 20th, 21st, 24th, 25th, 27th, 29th, and 31st, and November the 1st. Tickets for Halloween night this year. Because, you know, the tickets differ based on what day you go. Halloween night, right. obviously the most expensive night. How $135. much? $135. That's insane. Okay. <clears throat> also coming new to the Magic Kingdom this week is Mickey and Minnie's Surprise Celebration. Starts on January the 18th, which is just three days away. Uh, what? So what's, what is a part of this, Peter Mandel? I know that's what you're asking. You tell me. The Move It, Shake It, Mouse Dance at Street Party. Uh, which okay. Min- Mickey and Minnie will invite guests to dance with with Mickey, Minnie, and their pals in front of Cinderella Castle, shake it along with live singers, belting out new arrangements of classic Mickey Mouse Club songs. Um, joining Mickey and Minnie in all the fun will be Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy Pluto, Max, Chip, and Dale, and others. Now, the takeaway from that is that Max will be there. Okay. I'm all for any Max interaction. Max Goofy. Got it. Musical experiences. The Dapper Dans, the Casey's Corner Piano Player, and others will honor Mickey and Minnie with special musical moments throughout the day. Character- well, why not Sunny Eclipse? Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> um, Sunny Eclipse is currently not performing for the next month. Oh, is he not, not feeling good? I think he's on a vacation. Um, I went into um, Cosmic Rays with my friend Zach the other day, and there were construction walls up. Oh, and I went seven hells, and I, I immediately asked what was what what travesty was occurring, and they said they're doing some dining room renovations, and it's going to be closed for about a month. But Sunny Eclipse is slated to return in a month. He needs a break anyway. I mean, the guy guy works seven days a week from open till close. He's the hardest working alien in the business. Honestly, though, we both know he's probably working some. He's probably on some other planet. Probably, probably singing more. Yeah, exactly. Like, Doing the same eleven songs. Exactly. You know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Which one do you think is is Planetary Boogie his Freebird? Yeah, yeah, that's the big one. That's the one I really don't like. I mean, the Unork song I don't like, but Planetary Boogie's okay. It's it's nowhere near my favorite. What is your favorite? I really like his his opener. Um, the My Name is Sunny Eclipse song. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, it's all downhill from there. Um, no, <laughs> I, I really like the Gravity 
the blues song. And yeah, I like, I really, I, yeah, and I like Bright Little Star. He's got. I mean, they're all hits, really. It's just a matter of. Well, Unork is kind of his. It's like Bruce Springsteen's working on the highway. Like it's the. It's a rare right. mess. Uh, it's like we we get it, Sonny. It's it's all it's all puns. Okay. Uh, Nothing but puns. Character meet and greets. Mickey and Minnie will be showing off their new celebration outfits in Town Square in the Town Square Theater, and Pluto will be appearing at P- at Pete's Silly Sideshow. So they're moving Minnie over to Mickey's location at the Town Square Theater, and Pluto will be taking her place in Pete's Silly Sideshow. Okay. In the Town Square, there will be surprise character meet and greets with different characters appearing throughout the celebration. Now, I don't think that's going to be as nearly as exciting as it sounds. Like I'm, pr- I'm sure it's going to be like Chip and Dale, or you know, like Snow White. Right, Not right. Like I think they're trying to make it sound like it's going to be, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll walk in there and I'll be like, "Oh, Ludwig von Drake." Like, I agree with you, though. I don't think that will be the case. No. Celebration Central inside the Town Square Theater. You will be able to sign a guest book for Mickey and Minnie. For those of you that have that on your bucket list. Uh, food and merchandise, a variety of specially themed food and drink will be available at the park's quick service restaurants and special celebration merchandise will be available throughout the park. Okay. That's Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. Uh, there's a new tour in the Magic Kingdom that starts in February. It's called Taste of the Magic Kingdom Park VIP Tour. Three okay. hour, it's a three-hour experience. It includes... Uncover the magic behind the meals. Hear stories from the brilliant chefs and dedicated cast members that bring creative and delicious meals to life every day at Magic Kingdom Park. From the rich food history of Disney parks to the imagineering of new menu items, you'll be immersed in culinary magic. Go behind the scenes, enjoy unprecedented access to backstage kitchens and working areas that have never before been shared with guests. See what goes into the production of serving millions of guests each year and interact with the creative experts behind these memorable meal experiences. Uh, Then you get tastings. Along the way, tuck into curated tastings of some of the most beloved menu items at the Magic Kingdom Park. Be sure to bring an appetite and incredible assortment of sweet and savory flavors awaits. And of course, taste the future. Help Disney culinary artists create the next generation of Magic Kingdom Park food by sampling an item that is still in development. This sounds like a pretty cool tour. Yeah, yeah, not bad. If you're a Disney foodie, and you know what? Honestly, for three hours, I think it's fairly priced. $99 per person. Okay. You know, it's just funny. I don't think of, like, Magic Kingdom and, like, food. No, no. I mean, this sounds like it would be more an Epcot tour, but... Right. I mean, you know. what What is your go-to Magic Kingdom restaurant? Be our guest? I guess at this point, yeah. I mean... Although, from... honestly... I don't even really feel a tremendous need to go back there. But. No, I don't either. There's only one, like, A-plus restaurant for me in Magic Kingdom, and that's Liberty Tree. I was just going to say, I haven't done Liberty Tree in a while, so I would like to go back there. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's a tough call. See, I also haven't been to be our guest since they changed the menu to the way it is now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I Maybe haven't, I I haven't yet there. either. Uh, okay, so Epcot News brought to you by our friend Dimitri Rivanos and his show, Chewing Clock, a 15-minute look every single weekday on the Armchair All-Americans podcast network about uh, college football. So check that out. We have a new passholder magnet for the upcoming Epcot Festival of the Arts, which starts in three days on the 18th. Okay. The, the passholder magnet is Figment this year. 
Yeah, I saw a picture of it. It's very cool. Fantastic. I mean, as not a pass holder, can I like get that and just stick it on my car <laughs> just because I love pigment? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure nobody would fault you, but good luck actually getting it. Right. Um, you know, fig- I love all things figment. My love of figment has only grown over the years, so I'm very excited to get this. It will not be adorning my car. It will be on my fridge. Yeah, that would be terrible if somebody took it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, the only passholder magnet on my car right now is the um, the regular Mickey one. No- okay. Nobody wants to steal that. It's it's super common. Uh, right. The, you know, my Donald and my Darkwing Duck got stolen, so I have to... You know, that's oh, a bummer. Yeah. Um, so the figment is it's available um, by going to Mouse Gear or the Port of Entry. You just show them your annual pass, and your photo ID, and they give you the magnet. Uh, other merchandise includes a Mickey Mouse T-shirt and coaster set, a Pluto pin, an, ex- an exclusive figment cookie over at Taste Track. That's all pass holder exclusive merchandise. Okay. Uh, Dak News, Disney's Animal Kingdom. First off, happy first birthday to Augustus, the baby hippo. Yay. He's a little troublemaker um, who is awesome and we love him. Or at least I do. Uh, I never actually got to fight him, so I'm glad that peace reigned. Um, you just love him because he does not have wings. This is true. So speaking of things that do have wings, uh, Kevin from Up will be meeting guests starting in February in Animal Kingdom. I'm really excited about that. I, I'm wondering what kind of costume this is going to be, or if it's going to be like an animatronic. Like, how do you even do this? I don't know, but m- my son loves Kevin, so I'm yeah. really kind of excited. Hopefully you'll still be there for your next trip. Uh, Hollywood Studios news. No more Star Wars-themed items are available at the Backlot Express. The same items that have been there, the Galactic Burger and Galactic Salad, right. they're still there. The names have just been changed like Backlot Burger. Huh. wonder why they did that. I don't know. They have this Kylo Ren cupcake, though, that was really, really good. I had the BB-8 cupcake that had, like, the little chocolate rocks on it. Yeah. How was that? That was pretty good also. Nice. Uh, over at Slinky Dog Dash, they've removed the wagging tails uh, from the Slinky Dog coaster cars. Why? Were they, like, hurting people? No, it's a temporary thing. I guess they're fixing, uh, they're making adjustments, so they had to remove them temporarily. But they said that the tails will be wagging again shortly. Okay. So take that as you will. That's the news this week. All right. Not a whole lot of news, not even a lot of important news, but definitely some news. It was, uh, you know, the the end of the year, beginning of the year, kind of a slow time for news. But uh, we, yeah. yep, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our, our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network. And then we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008, and in that time, has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. 
very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney cruise line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. My name is Dimitri Ravanis, and I'm the host of a brand new podcast called Chewing Clock. Now, you might remember me from my old show here on WDPN called The Extra Magic Hour. Well, now I've got a new podcast each and every weekday morning talking about my one true love, college football. That's right. Chew on that, wife. You don't have to be a hardcore fan of the sport to like the show. You don't even have to be a fan at all. Sure, sometimes we're talking about what's happening on the field, but other times I'll be arguing passionately that Nick Saban is a Gryffindor, not a Slytherin. So tune in each and every weekday morning. The show is never longer than 15 seconds, and you can always find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and at armchairallamericans.com. The name of the show is Chewing Clock with me, Dimitri Ravanis, and my co-host, Tyler McComas. Join us every weekday morning. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. 
Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. My name, my name is Barry Allen, is Oliver Queen. His car is my name is Kevin J. Kessler. I'm not the fastest man alive, nor did I spend five years in hell. And despite my lifelong wish, I'm not from Krypton. I am a published author and podcaster with a love of all things geeky. And a lot of that love is centered around the CW Network's DC Universe. That's why I'm teaming up with the great folks over at the Hanging with Web show to create the Just Us Watchtower, a look inside the Arrowverse. It isn't just going to be me rehashing what happened on all of your favorite CW superhero shows. No, this is an in-depth discussion with a rotating panel of superfans diving deep into the themes, interconnectivity, and overall storyline of The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and Black Lightning. So join us every single week on the Krypton Radio Network for a trip through Central City, Star City, National City, Freeland, and time itself. And we'll see you in the Watchtower. Folks, we've been doing Two Men in the Mouse for quite a while now. A sev- I think going on our fifth year of doing the show. But, wow. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> but the, the backbone of it is we've always just been two Disney fans getting together to talk about, you know, getting together to talk about Disney news and the things that we love about the most magical place on Earth. However, at the core of it, our Disney trips are still the thing that we love the most. And I remember a time when Pete and I would just talk about our trips before we had a show and talk about upcoming trips and then when we got back, give trip reports to each other. And that's what we're doing this week. Folks, our good friend Peter Mandel recently made a trip to the other side of the aisle. He went to Where Walt Walked, Disneyland Resort. And him and his family had a great trip. He's back. He's back with us here uh, this week and he is ready to talk about that trip. So this week, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete is giving us the Mandel Family Disneyland Trip Report from 2018. So, Disneyland. Take me I, I really need you to go there. I, you know Just what? Just one time. It's on the list. To think, like, it's been on the list for a while, I know. But this year, I'm thinking, might be the year that it happens. 
you will love it and you'll love it because of the differences. You know what I mean? Like there are things there. Like I've never even done Toy Story Mania there because I don't know. It's I don't really have thing. a need to go do it. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. But uh, you'll do Toy Story Mania next time you're here. Yeah. Well, that's like a Disney World thing for me. Right. I know it's crazy, but. It uh, all right. So we got there and it was a complete downpour, like hurricane style. Really? Downpour. And I was afraid the trip was going to be like totally shot. Um, it really only rained, like literally when we got there. Like how, many, we were leaving. how many days were you there for? Uh, five, but only four days in the park. The fifth day was just a travel day. Okay. Um, so it's, ra- it's raining on you guys when you get to the park. Yeah. So we're walking out of the hotel. Um, we're going to go, uh, to the magic kingdom, if you will. Uh, so we have to walk Disneyland, through downtown. Dis- yeah. But when I say Disneyland, everyone gets confused. Where did so. you stay? First of all, um, Grand California. Okay, so you are in walking distance of Disneyland at this point. Yeah, I mean, that is like the most optimum place you can stay. So when we literally walked out, now in the hotel, they do all your um, bag check. So it's cool. You just walk out and you go right in. Okay. But when we walked out, I mean, I'm talking full-blown downpour, like for real downpour. (laughs) (laughs) So not everyone was super excited about that, but uh honestly by the time we got into you know main street and we're looking around it kind of stopped we had lunch the sun came out like it was really the only like hour of our trip that was like full-blown like crazy weather hmm that's interesting rest of the time we were fine yeah it was great but california is not like florida with it where it's like when it when the rain starts you know it's gonna stop it like yeah no no it's much more you know like the weather i'm used to where it's like oh today might be rainy the irony is is that that day the uh weather report said six o'clock it was going to start raining again and rain all night long but coming from jersey and being up at at the airport at four o'clock i knew we were going to be pretty pooped anyway so i kind of just planned the day through dinner mm-hmm. and then figured you know, we're going to head back to the hotel. Right. The cool thing is we pretty much did this entire trip on New Jersey time. So we were up really early in the morning and we didn't really stay out late. And it worked out for us because those morning hours are like, that's, you know, when you get your damage done. You know what I mean? We did more in the first two hours of every day than practically the whole rest of the day. You, you can just get so much done. Mm-hmm. With extra magic hour and like all that, so it worked out absolutely. Really well. And that's one of the biggest. That's one of the best things that Disney gives you is is those extra magic hours. And typically, you know, those first few hours of the day, like you said, you can get so much done before noon. Right. And the irony is, like, once noon hits and like all the crowds start coming in, you're going to get far less done in the next six hours than you did in the first two. You know, the other thing, too, with Disneyland is it's not like Disney World where you have, like, you know, 20 hotels converging on Extra Magic Hour. It's, it's right. much smaller there. Oh, that's There's very like, true. No you one, only got two hotels, right? Three. Three. Three Disney hotels. And yeah, so that – in that sense, it's pretty empty. Hmm. But so that first day we got there, we rode kind of all the essentials. Like, the first day – I mean, Haunted Mansion Holiday is, like, our family favorite. Uh-huh. So we rode that a whole bunch. Um, did you get on I your Matterhorn and bobsleds? Yeah. Well, we did Ma- – it's funny. I don't think my wife rode the Matterhorn once. She does not care for that ride. Um, Meanwhile, it I, was I your first ever March Magic, like, you know, all the yeah. way, Matterhorn bobsleds. 
oh man, me and the kids, we love Matterhorn. So I mean, I all like all four days. I mean, we probably rode a total of like six or seven times. It worked out pretty good. Wow, Same thing with Haunted Mansion Holiday. Does their Yeti move? Yeah, but, well, no. But there's like a Yeti you see through the ice that's like, I guess, projection that's really cool. Okay. So, I don't know. I like that. All we right. got to meet Jack and Sally, like, right away. Like, we were there for two hours, got to meet Jack and Sally. So they're just, like, reg- they're just like regularly in the park? Yeah, well, for Haunted Mansion Holiday, they have them right there. They have a little area. Are they just regular Jack and Sally, or is it Sandy Claus? Yep. And... No, traditional Jack and Sally. Very cool. I will say that wait to meet them was maybe 20 minutes. I think that's the longest I waited for anything the entire trip. 20 minutes. I mean, literally. No, I didn't wait that long for a ride. You can't meet Tinkerbell in 20 minutes here. Oh, it, 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 you know I love characters. Yes. It, it's just insane there. No one cares about them at all. At all, it's nothing there. 20 minutes for Jack and Sally. I have a friend who went to... Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party waited two hours for Jack and Sally. My, my wife waited longer. Trust me. I know. Oh. So we met Red, which was really cool for me because I wanted to get in. Like, I like getting new characters. Wait, Red? And, and she's just Red the pirate. Oh, yes, yes, Red. I did so see she's the thing just her standing there. there. Um, so that was cool because my daughter really wanted to meet her. So, right. you know, that worked out pretty well. Um, and that was really the first day. We kind of just did basics. We had dinner at um, the Blue Bayou. We had a nice table right on the water. It overlooks the boats for pirates. Did you throw anyone a roll? No, although I could have. I mean, they literally were going right next to us. <laughs> so that worked out pretty well. And then um, super early bedtime that night, everyone was really beat. We'd had a crazy week the week before that, so everyone was kind of just happy to go to bed early. Right. And then the plan was, you know, wake up next day, California Adventure, uh, beyond that line in the hotel at 6.30 a.m., which we were, went flawlessly. Um, it's great. They do all your bag check right there in the hotel. And, I mean, you're walking, like, you walk out of the door of your hotel into, you're in California Adventure. You're right next to Soren. Oh, awesome. So that's something pretty unique to that hotel that i think is cool it's when they say theme park entrance they don't mean you're close to the theme park they mean you are walking out the door in you're in the theme park right it's not like the contemporary or the polynesian or the grand floridian it's not you know even though those are close yeah you are literally right there which i believe is what the new star wars um with the the star wars resort in walt disney world is going to be yeah definitely so that's cool. We got to go on Soren right away because it was right there. Um, I'll always ride Soren as many times as they'll give it to me. We then – I also had Max Pass, by the way. Max Have you heard about pass. this? No. What is Max Pass? So it's 10 bucks a day per person. Okay. You can do all your Fast Passes on your phone, and it gives you all your photo pass. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I mean – So it's my Magic Plus, essentially. Right, <laughs> but you're paying for it. Do I like paying for it? No, but it is a different world there, so mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. Like I, I really liked the app. It actually made everything very easy. I can remember last time we went there and we won the fast pass for the cars ride. So we got in extra magic hour and pretty much waited on that line for twenty five minutes just to get the fast pass. Wow. Because everyone goes right there. There's no more of that. As soon as you walk in the park, boom, on the app got a fast pass. So we rode so many things. 
because of the convenience of that, I would say it is worth it if you want to pack in a lot of rides. Well, and you know what? Uh, You're, you guys are seasoned pros with that kind of thing because of Walt Disney World and My Magic Plus. Right, right. So I knew what we were doing. So we able we're able to get over to um, Cars Land so we could ride Radiator Springs Racers. And I mean, Kevin, this is what I mean. There's no one there. You're just walking right on the ride. Interesting. So that first that first hour is where you get everything done. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we ate breakfast um, at Flows, which is really cool. Pretty much spent the whole day in uh, in California Adventure. Um, they have those. Angry Dogs from, uh, oh, what is the Pixar movie with the emotions? Inside Out. Inside Out, okay. They have, like, Anger has, like, Angry Dog stands, so I got one. It's, like, a hot dog, but it's, like, spicy. Oh, that's cool. Not crazy spicy, but, um, you know, I enjoyed it. Good. I got uh, characters. Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, awesome. With the door melange, uh, I will say oh, that with, was... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, that was maybe a 20-minute wait also. Mm, I don't think so, but maybe close. What, where what, where is cool. he located? Like, do they have a special area for him? Yeah, so in the back of uh, California Adventure, they kind of have, like, Marvel stuff. It's by where the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is. Okay. So it's, like, right down the street from there. They have character meet and greets for Spider-Man, Captain America, and Black Panther. Gotcha. No so, more. No more Groot. Uh, Groot is in front of a mission breakout. Uh, mission break. Okay. Yeah. So we got to meet Black Panther. That was really cool. He's up there with one of the Dormelage, and then there's other Dormelage walking around. Like, Interesting. Yeah, which is cool because again, I was waiting with Abby, and you know they came right up to her and like we're talking to her and stuff. So that was like really fun. The Dormelage that's with Black Panther, um, at over there. It, do you think that is that supposed to be Okoye or? Huh. Maybe. Okay. Possibly. You didn't ask. They all wear very similar uniforms. I didn't ask anyone for their name per se. Gotcha. Um, I also got Clara Bocow on that day, by the way. Oh, is she a regular character there or was that a special thing? I think it was a little holiday section. So... I don't know. She was there, so I, I grabbed her. Did you like do a double take when she showed up? No, I was really happy, and which is funny. I was walking away, and as I was walking away, she saw my uh, Haunted Mansion tattoos. So she literally came running after me and like grabbed my arm, <laughs> so she could like look at them. And I'm like, oh, look at Clarabelle into Haunted Mansion. That's pretty cool. I always kind of um, figured that about Clarabelle Cow. Yeah, right. Into the occult. So spooky. that. I mean, I think the biggest difference, aside from the characters, which is a big one, is there's a the rides there are um, a lot of them. I don't want to say are superior to Disney World because people will be like, "Oh my god!" But like Pirates is longer. Yeah. Um, the Small World Holiday is like really cool. Having oh. all the characters mixed into the Small World is pretty neat. I didn't know they did a holiday Small World. Yeah, they did Holiday Small World. They did not do Jingle Cruise this year. No, they didn't do. No, they didn't do it last year either. Um, Jungle Cruise is different there, slightly. Little things are different. They have like piranhas in the water and stuff. Oh, that's pretty. Uh, neat. My, yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, my daughter, I mean, she absolutely adores Indiana Jones, which is funny because she's never seen the movies, but she loves that ride. Does she love dinosaur? Uh, 
Yes. Okay. But not as much as Indiana Jones. I have heard that despite the fact that they're the exact same track, it is, you know, Indiana Jones is a different experience. Yeah, well, you can actually see things on Indiana Jones. So Dinosaur tends to just be like the lights are off and you're just getting like moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, Now, Indy was down when we first got there. And so I think the first day it was closed. The second time we were in Magic Kingdom, it was open. I swear to you, I think we wrote it five times. Of all each time, there was like a different effect that just did not work. It was really weird. Like at one point we got to the end where Indy is and like he like talks to you. Nope, no audio this time. <laughs> like oh, there were just stinks. different things going wrong every time. Never the same thing twice. But uh, having said that, that ride is still pretty fun. Uh, and of course the dark rides. You know, getting to ride Mr. Toad's, um, Snow White Scary Adventure. Right. Yeah, that stuff's just really fun. Roger Rabbit. Yeah, did that a couple times. Uh, not my favorite, but. Alice in so Wonderland cool. and Pinocchio as well. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland might be the best one. Really? Just because yeah, it takes you inside and outside. Your vehicle is really cool. Um, they've added a lot of like projection technology to it. So it's the old ride with new like animation going on at the same time. It's actually really cool. Now, and I'm sure you don't ride this, but the one ride that I've heard from more than one person <clears throat> is better in Disneyland than Walt Disney World is Space Mountain. I don't ride it because, um, you know, I don't want to be crazy all day and and anxious for some reason. Um, That it's weird. So my kids went on it with Heather and it broke down. And I mean, broke down to the extent where they FaceTimed me from the vehicle. Oh, dear. So they had to turn the lights on and they were on there for a while because I was sitting out there talking to them for a good long period of time. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, they weren't really happy with that. They, I think we're going to let them go right back on it, but I think, no, no, they did go right back on it. Okay. They did ride it again. So, you know, um, the space mountain in Walt Disney world, the people movers at the end of it, like where you walk, where you like would go on the moving sidewalk and it would move you past like those TV monitors. That's all gone. Right. They've completely rerouted the, the exit. Huh? You now, Disney World is is side by side, and no, Disney World Disney World is one is one one behind the other. Disneyland is side by side. Oh, okay, I knew one of them was one and one was the other. Well, yeah, and Splash Mountain is also swapped. Disney World and Splash Mountain is side by side. <laughs> yep, <clears throat> and Disneyland it's one it's one behind the other. Uh, so day three we did the Plaza Breakfast, which basically is their Crystal Palace. Um, is I it told Pooh you Bear about this in the past. No, dude, it is a crazy amount of like wacky random characters. I remember you talking about this, that it's just like whoever still comes insane, out comes out. Uh, so, although it's, it's usually the same characters, but a couple like mixed in. Um, Minnie Mouse is outside, so you get like a picture with her. Max, who you mentioned before, was there. Fairy Godmother, Chip, Dale, um, Hook, Peter Pan, Eeyore. We saw a penguin from Mary Poppins. That is one I mean, mix. It it is a weird, weird Rafiki. It is a weird group of characters who just keep rolling out. Fascinating. There's, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to why they're there. Like, there's no real theme other than I'm assuming they're all friends with Minnie. Now, do you think you could do something like that in in Disney World, like a, a meal where there's, the characters are random, or do you think they have to really kind of keep to the themes that they have? I'll. I don't think they could do the amount of characters. And the reason why is because they rotate like on time. 
So I think people who, you know, in Disney World where people are, you know, a lot of people are character driven, people would be like, I'm going to stay here until I get every single character, even if yeah. it's two hours. Yeah, that's true. You the know? tables would probably never turn over. And it it doesn't really even seem like that in Disneyland. They're kind of like totally cool with like whatever, you know. Well, that's good. Uh, uh, now, on the street characters, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. So we met Dr. Facilier. What? And I mean, by met him, I mean, Kevin, he was standing. On, and my son loves him. So uh, Ethan got a picture with him. He was just standing there on the street. Within the same hour, Captain Hook over by the Matterhorn, standing on the south side of the Matterhorn, just standing there. No people. Oh, my we were God. like, oh, man, we had already gotten Captain Hook. But we were like, let's go get another Captain Hook because I kind of feel terrible for him. Oh, my God. <laughs> just standing there. Uh, and then the other one is, I can't remember if it was the last day or not. We were walking in and Cruella right by the firehouse. Get out of town. Just standing there talking to people. Meanwhile, at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, just for Cruella to walk from like the backstage area over to like her, where she's meeting and greeting has a mob of people following her. I mean, no, like you're like, oh my gosh, is the line forming behind you? <laughs> no, no, there's no line. Nope. <laughs> you're You're almost in people's way. Like, it's like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'm going to take this real fast. The craziest character experience I had, though, I'm not even sure if I told you this. I think I did. When we were there, I, I really, Ray was in, um, was in the Star Wars area, and I knew I wanted to go over the and get a bay. picture with her. Yeah. So for their launch bay, so they we, have, they have Ray. We don't have that here. Right. They don't have BB-8. They don't so have, like, okay. Right. I mean, I've always said, why not just do Ray and BB-8 together, but. Right. That seems to make sense. Um, so I go into Launch Bay and, you know, it's a building, right? A big, big building. I go in there and there's like no one in there. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, well, there's no one here because there's nothing in the front. So I'm like, let's let's go farther in. There's a girl at a little desk, like a podium, I should say. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run over there and be like, hey, we really want to meet Ray. So I'm like, we want to meet Ray. Can you just point us in the right direction? She's like, sure, right over there. Uh, you know, it's Ray and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, and in the cantina, Boba Fett's going to be there in 15 minutes. What? So I'm like, all right, listen, let's go over and see what the wait time is for Ray. If it's not crazy, we will get Ray and then we'll get right back over to the cantina to meet Boba Fett. You, you so are thinking like a Disney World person here. Right, right. <laughs> so we go over to meet Ray and I'm like, huh. Because it looks exactly like Disney World. The lines with the lightsabers and like all the display. Right. I mean, dude, it looks exactly the same, but just there's no people there. Now ah. by no, I don't I don't mean a couple parties in front of you. I mean, Kevin, there are no people there. Wow. So we just walk in and meet Ray, which my daughter was super excited about. So we're taking pictures, Ray's got a, a fake accent. I'm like, Oh, this is great. Is now so is Ray taking your time with you guys because it's not like we have to rush people out? You know what? I'll say normal amount of time, but that's also probably we were just like, all right, because I want to go meet both of them. <laughs> right. So they're like, oh, right on the other side here is Chewbacca. You guys have to get back online. So I'm like, all right, well, I didn't anticipate that taking literally three minutes. Let's just go meet Chewbacca. So we go around the thing. We go in the Chewbacca side where there is no way. <laughs> And we go and we go in to meet Chewbacca. Now, super cool. Chewbacca is Last Jedi Chewbacca with the gray. He's like gray. Yeah. Oh. 
like the top is like graying. I don't know. Pretty cool. Yeah. So we go in, we meet Chewbacca. Really cool experience. He's hugging everyone. Like, you know, we're videoing. I'm like, oh, this is going really better than I expected. We walk out and literally like, you know, only three minutes has gone by. So I'm like, let's scoot over to the dark side because Darth Vader is over there. So we go over to the dark side. We get online for Darth Vader. Believe it or not, I actually think there was one person ahead of us for Darth Vader. <sighs> so... We're there, how'd, but you they man, were... how'd you manage the time in that way? <laughs> no, I know. We weren't even like out. Like it's not like there was someone physically in front of us. I just assumed there was because they made us wait there for a second. Did you start playing heads this... up on your phone? At this point, I decided that I'm going to get the best picture of this entire experience, which is of the line and the fact that there is nobody there. Uh-huh. I mean, literally nobody there. So we go in. I'm going to text you this picture right now just okay. so you can see. Um, so we go in, we meet Darth Vader, super cool. Like, you know, he, my son it just loves anything dark side. So he was like all over that. We then leave Darth Vader, who is giving like my daughter a hard time, and go meet Kylo Ren, who's next door to Darth Vader. Because uh-huh. once again, there is no wait. We do all of this. We get over to where Boba Fett is and like he's just coming out. I mean, in 15 minutes. 15 minutes, you got like four characters. We just cleared the Star Wars area. Now, Boba Fett was the coolest of all of them. He, like, met my kids and was, like, being super bounty hunter-ish. I took a picture with him. He literally took my beard, pulled out, like, my beard hair, and stuck it inside of his pouch. In case he's got to track you down later? Yeah, it was a little disconcerting. But, um, so we had a great Boba Fett experience. There's no one there. So he actually took his time and talked to us, like, the whole time. Did he talk? And then we left. Oh, yeah. Full-blown talking interesting yeah now here's my here's my thing just the comparison i know we're kind of harping on the comparison between the two but in walt disney world they you couldn't have two jawas in the in the cantina because people were getting too crazy about them you have boba fett just standing there with nobody caring crazy right insane yeah. If I, so, when, I, yeah when again, I have Disneyland, it literally just might be characters. It's so fun. Um, it's it's almost so fun just how much no one else cares about it. But uh, I really do care about it, so I thought that was great. Uh, but we did pretty much everything the whole trip. I can't think of anything we didn't do other than something like Toy Story Mania, which is a straight clone. Right. Um, I rewrote the submarine, the Nemo submarines, because the kids kind of wanted to do that. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, I mean, listen, I went for four days. Mm-hmm. Four days in Disneyland is a lot. Right. At I a mean, certain point, does it get boring because it's just the same stuff over no, and over again? I don't mind riding the same rides with the kids a bunch of times. I mean, we rode Haunted Mansion Holiday probably six times. Okay. Um, I don't mind things like that. I know I'm not coming back here all the time. Uh-huh. So um, well, I don't know. I three, don't, ta- I do... three times in four years. That's quite a bit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that was a lot. But I don't know when I'm going back per se. You know. And I know you feel this way a lot of times about the parks. I can literally just hang out there. Yeah. Like at, at one point, I think on day three, we were just kind of – this actually when we went on the Nemo submarine. We were just sitting at a table and like uh, kind of waiting for something. And we just sat down for like half an hour and hung out, just the four of us. And you have such a good time just being in the park. Yeah. I was totally cool with it. Like it was actually nice to not be like running to the next thing for a moment. I so. really enjoy just hanging out in the hub grass, um, <clears throat> getting some corn dog nuggets from Casey's and uh, 
chilling on the hub grass and just kind of hanging out and enjoying it as long as it's a temperate day out. The writer's stop used to be my favorite place. My friends and I would just go in there oh, and yeah. get a cup of coffee and hang out on the couches and talk like it was Central Perk. They had the number one snack like of all time in Disney World there. The number two snack, actually, the carrot cake cookie. Oh, was it number two? Yeah. It's now, uh, if you want the carrot, somebody asked me about the carrot cake cookie the other day because it's very popular. Uh, and it's over it in the Starbucks on Hollywood Boulevard. Huh. They moved it there. All right. Yep. So we did, we, uh, churros are the big thing in Disneyland. Right. We had a couple of, they do holiday churros. So we had the sugar plum candy churro, which is purple. That doesn't it sound like also, it would be I, very good. It was odd. Um, I did like it. It was outside. They, they try and put them in a place that's like appropriate. So they put that one outside a haunted mansion, maybe mm-hmm. because it's purple. Um, I also had a pumpkin spice one. Huh. Hmm. Do they have? Regular? I do want to say, you know, the biggest experience that I, I have not talked about and was the highlight of our entire trip. My ten-year-old daughter loves Guardians of the Galaxy, and Groot is her absolute favorite. Uh-huh. So. We she wanted to go inside of the Guardians ride. She did not want to ride it, so I told her I would walk through it with her. So we went over there, and outside the ride, they have the little display. It says Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. So I'm like, "Come on, Apple, go over here. I'll take your picture." She loves anything Guardians, so she was so happy. There was a PhotoPass photographer there who was super wonderful. Their PhotoPass PhotoPass photographers are all like next level, uh-huh. right? And she was like, come on, I'll take your picture. She did pretty much a whole photo shoot of my daughter in front of this Guardians of the Galaxy sign, including a magic shot of her holding baby Groot. I mean, oh, how cool is that? Adorable. But then she was like, oh, well, just go get on that line right there because Groot's going to be out here in about five minutes. And my daughter, like, lost it. So we got on the giant line of one person in front of us. And um, when Groot came out, like Abby was able to go up, she danced with Groot. I mean, it's just enormous, you know, Groot and like right, my it's little full daughter. Full blown adult Groot. She had on her ugly sweater T-shirt of baby Groot. Um, so it real that was like the highlight of the entire trip. Does I mean, Groot, does Groot actually was, say "I am Groot"? Yeah, yeah, of course. Good. That's I awesome. Yeah, we got family pictures, pictures with just Abby. I mean, that is the one good thing about like. The lack of character interests there you really like you don't feel bad if you're like oh can i get a picture also of just me but i always almost feel so me. bad asking that me too me too. i can remember being in disney world when ethan was a baby and we were in animal kingdom and lilo and stitch were there so this uh-huh. is like 2009 and lilo and stitch are still like a really big deal and is, yeah. ethan was so happy to go up to them and he was like sitting with them and like literally sitting like on stitch's lap who's now gotten on the floor and they're like hugging him and they don't want to give him back and he's all happy kevin it felt like it was half an hour i was just like oh my god like the people in line behind who we've waited in this line forever i'm like please just let the next people go like just give me my son back right and like they're like no they're like poking him in the belly they're like having a great time i'm like oh my gosh like I just don't have it in me to be like, um, you know, like spend more time with me. Like, I know everyone's waited. I just waited. Like, uh, so there's not much of that in Disneyland, mostly because there's just a lack of interest. Right, right. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. I like that a lot. The um, Yeah. So now, did you do any uh, any downtown Disneying? We, okay, so we ate at Catal, which is really good. They had fantastic paella. And then I... I guess it was a Saturday night we were there. My wife and daughter were in the 
room. And my son and I did the Star Wars VR experience at the okay, Void. Okay, let's talk about this because I just did this myself. My friend Zach, uh, I, my friend Zach was here this past week. Uh, he stayed with me, and we went and we did it. Okay, now I don't know how your experience was, but for us, I believe it's teams of four that go we, in. We had three, but then again, there weren't a lot of people there. Okay, so it was just me and my son. So I didn't know, you know, I didn't want to go in there with like two people, like who I didn't really know, even though I'm doing that. Uh, luckily, it was a uh, brother and sister teenagers, and they were super nice, and they had not done it before either. So it was everyone's first time, which made me feel better. Right. So, and by the way, we're not going to spoil the the story or anything, so don't don't worry, folks. So if you're planning on doing this and you're panicking right now that we're going to give away everything, don't worry, we're we're going to be good. Uh, so, uh, so give me your impressions and I will give you mine. Uh, I really liked it. I, my overall impression is I think I would love it a second time. Yes. I was also overwhelmed by how crazy all the VR is. So I spent most of my time looking around. It's the first you VR experience. Also? Yeah. It's the first VR experience I've ever done. Um, I got a little booze. I got a little dizzy in the beginning because like when you're up, when you're like up high, but your brain knows that you're not actually up high. It, it right. really messed with me. Like it messed with my equilibrium a little bit, but I got used to it eventually. I didn't have anything like that, but it is overwhelming a little bit. Yeah. I, I like in a be, great way. I like being able to see my hands with like the stormtrooper armor on them and everything. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, I really liked it. I mean, there's a couple elements. You know, it's not just you standing there like, no. uh, oh, I'm in a VR world. I mean, you are walking through and doing things in an environment. Yes. You know, it is a multi-room environment, which are probably the most plain. You know, there's probably literally just sheetrock up. But you are walking through an environment uh-huh. uh, interacting in a story. Were you ever tempted to lift your visor to, like, see where you actually were? No, did you do that? No, but I was tempted to a couple times. Well, like oh, there, there's little things like, where it's like, through. well, like, like there was a dro- like there's a droid in front of me, and like I reached out thinking that it's just like a VR construct. It's actually there, right? Like I can right. touch it. Uh, I I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, so you have on like a a vest, like a yeah. pretty substantial vest. Yeah. Uh, that has a power pack in the back of it. Um, it's cool. If things happen to you in it, you can feel it. Now, I don't mean if you get shot by a stormtrooper, you like feel it, but you can ah! feel it. It's almost like a bug. Could you imagine? Right. You're not going to die. Um, and then you, it you're just pretty much you in the chest. You have an enormous VR helmet that is like completely cutting you off from everything. Yes. Uh, it is hard knowing like who is who. Like so, for me, I'm in there with my my ten year old, my thirteen year old son, and two strangers. But when you're in there, I'm like, huh, which one of these stormtroopers is my son? Because you're walking through things, right? And it's but, not like it'd be funny if like your son as the stormtrooper was shorter, and you could have been like, aren't right. you a little short for a stormtrooper? Well, unfortunately, Ethan's like my size now, pretty much. But oh, really? um, he's he's sprouted. The um, so. And, you know, it's my friend Zach was was on point with all of the the Star Wars like one liners. We were in there, like oh, like, that's awesome. We're like I was doing the 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 pat the the Simon kind of test thing that you have to do. Like you have to do like a matching game. 
Kevin, I, I don't I didn't even want to tell you about this, but I was in charge of that also. Oh. Just because I was in the front. So I had to walk in. Let me tell you something. These poor you know what? These these two poor teenagers who had to go with us. So I didn't realize you had to do it more than once. Yeah, same. You know, you have to like fill the box. So so I'm do so I do it once. I'm like, oh I got this. I'm like killing it at this. And I am now looking away. Yep. I'm looking at something else. And it's going on, and it's Simon with like colors, and you then have to match it. And I'm like, oh no, I I'm telling you, like, I'll say three or four times, I just totally missed it. Me too. Like I'm not even looking. I'm not even looking at the screen. Mm. I am looking somewhere else, just mm. randomly. Yep, me it too. Was I was I did the exact same thing, um, but you know, like when the stormtroopers are like trying to get in, he's like, what's going on in there? My friend Zach was really quick with like the. We're fine. Everything's fine. It's it's fine. How are you? Right. Oh, that's great. He he also had probably the most well placed. I've got a bad feeling about this in the history of Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you about it because it's a spoiler. So. Um, okay. I, and I will say, like the entire story of it is great. Um, having K two S O there was a was a really good um, inclusion. And Cassian in the beginning. And Cass- yeah, Cassian as well. But Now, uh, what did yours cost? $35. I think, yeah, I think with tax, ours was like $37.50 about. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's, it's the same thing then. Uh, and time-wise, what would you say, 20 minutes? 20 minutes, yeah. I mean, we had to wait a little bit to get in, but... We did too, not too long. I would say the whole experience is maybe half an hour as far as like them setting you up and everything. Yeah. yeah. Getting the wristband. But the actual in-game experience, I would say was like 15 to 20 minutes. Which is great. I mean, I really feel like I got my money's worth for it. Yeah. I did not feel like it was like overly priced. I mean, this is not just, you know, picking up a PS4 controller. This is a different, you know. Well, and now they've got the, um, the, the Ralph breaks VR, the Rick Ralph VR experience. Yeah. But the thing we were talking about before the show, we were like, I feel like I would just want to do Star Wars again. Yeah, if I was there right now, I mean, honestly, and I'm I'm paying money, I, I would want to do Star Wars again. Because I think the second time, um, I would really, really get to enjoy it. But I loved it. Uh, they email you like a scorecard of how you did. Did you get that? Uh, no, you know what? Zach might have gotten that. Oh, yeah, they email you with, like, you know, how you performed and everything. Just, you know, dumb little nonsense. We got the picture. There is a, we got the picture and everything. I did not get the picture. The picture is ridiculous. Yeah. I, we not, thought, like, we th- I think we thought the picture was free. And then, like, oh, okay. we realized after we, like, ordered it that it was, like, you know, not free. What they hit you for that? How much was 15 it? 15 bucks, I think. My friend had gotten the picture when he went, and it's literally just like a picture of them with their kind of like harnesses on. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, I don't need a picture of this. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I, the picture was. They should have given you some kind of like superimposed background or something. You, you know what a I mean? Character to take a picture with at the end, or yeah, right, right. But that, like, I don't need a picture of us in like you know VR gear. Mm-hmm. So that I opted. Not. You know what I realized from this VR experience, though, I'm a much better shot than I thought I was. <laughs> virtually you are i don't know if they like correct your aim virtually but like i was like i'm headshotting everyone here like i'm like i was just like i'm <laughs> i was like i'm rambo 
It's like auto-tune for shots. Pretty much. I, I'm wondering if, they, if if it is like that, though, because I did not have Stormtrooper aim. Good for you. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Oh, boy. All right, so anything else you wanted to add about your trip? Um, no, I think that's about it. We kind of, uh, we had a great time. It's a great, you know, unlike Disney World, which you really need some time to sink into, mm-hmm. it is a great long weekend trip. I will throw one other thing out there. Um, well, my flight was great, but so we had some last minute, uh, family things come up and for a right. hot second, it looked like I was going to have to move this trip. And just as an example, as opposed to Disney World. So we went November 29th, I think. I was looking to move this trip to January 3rd through the 7th. So roughly five weeks back. I would have been able to move that entire trip, get the same room, and all the dinner reservations that I had from my trip. Wow. So, you know, Disney World, if 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 it was go time and you had to move your trip back a month, you're shot. You're done, yeah. I'm, your fast passes are done. Your meal reservations are done. You're just shot. Disneyland is a, it's just different in that way. It is you. I would never even think about booking a Disney World trip without six months of prep. Right. Disneyland. If you wanted to go a month from now, you could put together a you know a wonderful, wonderful trip. It is so in that sense. You know, if anyone's ever looking to have a quick kind of like trip and not something where you know i need to put so much work into it it's really built kind of differently than disney world you know i mean so that is a positive and a negative i love disney world's planning stuff i mean we live for that right you know that is like what you and i do we love that stuff but not everybody is crazy like us right so in that way you could do this and still eat you know great restaurants and you know the fast passes of course you get in the park so it's totally different right all right. Well, um, you know, uh, oh, how did you tell your kids you were going and how long did you wait to do it? I know you guys usually do something fun with that. You know, it's weird. I'm trying to think, what did we do this time? I don't think we really um, – they knew for a long time this time. Yeah, so I don't now remember they're exactly. older. We didn't don't... do anything. My son is really good at figuring out things, you know, so he knew like we would want to go. I think we kind of just sat him down and told them this time, but they knew pretty much like six months out. Okay. This time, you know, that's cool. So yeah, nothing too crazy this time. And now the big question at the end of every Disney trip, when is the next Disney trip? If I could make it whenever I wanted uh, I would ideally like to go to the world maybe like in October, okay. which is funny because I, I really want to do – I don't feel a need to get park hoppers because we normally just do one park a day. And I remember telling Heather like, you know, if we want to do uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, you know, we could go to a different park and then go there at night. It's almost like park hopping one day. And yeah. now you're telling me I can, I can buy my tickets today if I want. You could, Yes. It's January, but if I really wanted to seal the deal on that, Mickey's not so scary. I could do it right now. Christmas is over. The Christmas decorations are still up in the Magic Kingdom, but you could still get your... Yeah, but let's get ready for Halloween. Yeah, You know what? That's the thing. Like The decorations are were all still up last week. Huh. It was marathon weekend as well, so... Okay. I like I went in the middle of the week, and then like toward like Thursday, things were starting to get more crowded, so I was just like, all right. You know, that's enough because you know how I avoid these race weekends like the like the plague. Right, right. I get that. I see race bibs and I run the other way. 
my friend Nolan, who went to Disney World the same week I went to Disneyland, yep. is actually back in Disney World today. What? He has a work he has a work convention down there. That's where they're having their convention. Yeah, it's so he's, he's gonna hang in Disney a little bit and then he's doing Universal this weekend. Interesting. So funny story mm-hmm. about that because I saw Nolan when I was home for Thanksgiving and I was in the shop and you're like, Oh, Nolan's going to, to Disney. So I'm in Animal Kingdom. Um, fast forward to that week that he was here, and all of a sudden I hear someone call my name, and I turn around, and it's Nolan. Yep. Of, of the thousands and thousands of people in Walt Disney World that day just bumped into Nolan. Yep. So. All right. Well, uh, without any further ado, that's going to do for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us, and Happy New Year. Hope you guys all had a very happy holidays. Uh, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, please check him out over at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or check out RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world or Universal Orlando Resort, check out our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. And if you're renting a Cripper Stroller, please check out Kingdom Strollers over at KingdomStrollers.com. They will deliver the crib or stroller of your dreams right to your Disney resort. And of course, folks, uh, please check out our friend Dimitri Ivanis and his podcast, Chewing Clock, over on the Armchair All-Americans Network. Uh, Well, uh, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Let's do it again real soon, Kevin. All right. Uh, uh, Folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. And we'll see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.